Yo, 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 what's up, the bariatric badasses of the bariatric universe, what is going on? This is Derek, I am your host, this is the bariatric badass podcast, I'm going to tell you a little something right now, I'm going to tell you what it means to medicate yourself appropriately, right, so I'm sitting at work right now, uh, getting ready to go in off a break, and we talk about transfer addictions, medications, you know, blood pressure meds. I don't have blood pressure, blood pressure meds now. I'm almost in the best shape of my life, you know, minus the fact that I have a heart condition as I'm going to be having surgery for here really soon, probably sometime next month. They're going to be doing ablation on my heart, try to fix my atrial fibrillation problem. Uh, sorry. So a little bit tense, you know, the, uh, the old, um, anxiety is, you know, the, 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 the throttles, as you can tell. Um, but it is what it is. As a matter of fact, you know, I, I need to take responsibility for it because I put myself here, right? And, you know, I'm, I'm the one who resisted, you know, doing something about my weight when I was younger. I'm the one who chose when I was in high school to either stay in class, you know, get an education instead no i went over across the street there was a maverick gas station across the street which is a gas station that's out here in salt lake i don't know if any if you have them out there in uh where you live but we go over and we sit behind it it was probably yeah, i'm gonna say probably 91 90 1990 91 around there we go over we sit behind maverick we'd smoke cigarettes and smoke weed so i chose that path Instead of staying in class, getting education, blah, 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 blah. It sucks. It really does. It sucks the aftermath of the life that I've lived and what I live with now, but I wouldn't change a fucking thing. I have dated and loved many women. There is not a woman on this fucking planet that I have met that can hold a candle to Sharice. So I don't regret, I regret nothing because the smallest change to my path wouldn't have led me to her and she's changed my life dramatically and we have changed many lives together. So saying that, oh, I wish I could go back and do it all over again. I'd do it differently. I wouldn't do it fucking different at all. Would have never brought me to Sharice. Would have never brought me to my first wife who is part of the biggest problem in my life right now ugly fucking demon then I would have been led to my second wife which led me to uh, my firstborn son and him and I moving out into our own little tiny apartment um, when I left her when I caught her cheating when I got into that little tiny apartment about one or two years after that um, I was on a website it's like adultfriendfinder.com but it was free it was called tagged and I found a profile that had a picture of a dragonfly tattoo. I was like, huh, you know, I like tattoos, you know? So I went through the pictures and this, this girl, she was, she was pretty, she had beautiful eyes. And I ended up marrying her. I spent now over 11 years with her. So it wouldn't change a thing. I wanna talk really quick about what's going on right now in my head. Very important. I am having panic attacks as we speak. Um, I don't know why. I'm having such problems with panic attacks lately. It's like ever since I got my bicep injury, 
shit just went to shit. My blood pressure is just out of control. Um, I'm not on any uh, substances right now that would make me feel that, that would cause what's going on right now. You know, I take caffeine, big deal. I've been taking caffeine for the last 40 years. Oh, okay. Well, I, <laughs> I wasn't seven years old taking caffeine. And, you know, I probably snuck a couple sips of coffee from my parents' cups back in the days. But no, I've been consuming the same amount of caffeine that I've been consuming, you know, throughout my entire weight loss surgery journey. So it's not that. <clears throat> might be my, you know, might be the current state of the country. I'm very heartbroken, more heartbroken than I'd like to admit about the servicemen who died uh, over in Afghanistan. Um, I'm very empathetic, and so I cry really fucking easy. Um, and it's just a very sad situation. So, other than that, uh, how I deal with these types of anxiety, panic attack issues as I talk, I get on video. If I was at home right now, I'd be on video, or I'd be on podcast, you know, like I am now talking about what's going on in my head and what can you take away from this that's my ultimate goal a lot of people will spend their podcasts talking about their journeys their choices of what to do you know and what not to do i choose of course the path of not showing you what not to do you know derek's lost almost all his fucking teeth derek's had four or five brushes with brushes with death throughout his life three of those have been after my, my weight loss surgery, um, just, I started shaving my head when I was like 15 years old. So it's like I, I didn't lose any hair that I know of. <laughs> um, but it, it's been crazy. You know, my transfer addictions have led me to almost uh, intoxicating my liver and dying. Along with, you know, suicide, depression, all that other shit. Uh, <clears throat> so it's what I do. It's how I medicate myself. I talk. I get on video. I record myself. You can even go, <clears throat> and my clients, my top clients, when I talk to people in the Barrett's community, they say, what's the one thing you would change about your journey, your weight loss surgery journey? What's the one thing that you would go back and do over? There's two things I do. Number one, I'd re-educate myself. Like, I would spend a lot of time in the bariatric community with an open mind people that come into the bariatric community who have had weight loss surgery or is getting ready or getting ready to have weight loss surgery they come in the community and they're like they see what's going on you know and the mindset of a pre-surgery patient or very you know newly out of surgery within that first two-year mark mindset is weight loss weight loss weight loss weight loss losing it getting the weight off blah 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 and that's that's understandable you know i was the same way so I can't really uh, falter them for that mindset because that's just reality, right? Um, but coming into the coming into the jury, ha! Tell them I'm a panic attack. Coming into the bariatric community with a more open mind of you know having you know a very high rate of emotional intelligence. Um, a lot of empathy. There's a few things that I would, you know, that I pick out that people complain, you know, that other people are having progress and they're losing slow. I'm telling you right fucking now, losing slow is a gift. As you lose slow, you're giving yourself an opportunity to learn about yourself. 
So these things that you're learning about yourself as you're losing weight, you won't learn about if you're a fast loser. I was a fast loser. 230 pounds under two years. Quick. It went on fast. Didn't give me the opportunity to learn about myself. Didn't give me an opportunity to do any research to find people to follow that I thought that, that I respected. You know, like I found Dr. Vaughn. I was like, man, great. You know, he tells, yeah. And I slowly came to the conclusion that, you know, Dr. Vaughn is not, in my opinion, of course, he's in the United States of America. In my opinion, he is what he appears to be. Um, <clears throat> so when looking for people to look up to, you should be looking up to people who have been through the process, who are 10 years out, 15 years out that are still maintaining or they have a story to tell. Um, I haven't really been in the bariatric community that much with the exception of my own groups. So bariatric food porn recipe and bariatric badasses. Of course, uh, the, um, the TikTok bariatric community, which I've just newly discovered, um, taking my bariatric badass brand to TikTok. One of the best decisions I've ever had in my life. Uh, there is one particular and I can't remember her, her TikTok name to save my life. Before I publish this podcast, I'm going to find it out. I'm going to put it in the, put it in the um, description because I think she's badass. I think she's awesome. So she's a, uh, I'm not sure how, how far out she is. I think she's just two years. But definitely, definitely the bariatric community on TikTok is awesome. So, okay, as I'm starting to... Whew, come down off my panic attack be able to focus more on what I'm saying you know if there's one thing other than educating myself that I would do if I could do my weight loss surgery over again I would take so many videos of myself one thing that I tell anybody who asks me what they should be doing and when they're just brand new in the bariatric community is create a YouTube channel Create a YouTube channel and record yourself. Sit in front of video and talk. Just talk. You know, if you've never been on video before and you don't know how to carry yourself like I've been doing for so long, there's nothing wrong with sitting there and just looking at the camera, looking at yourself, talking about your feelings, talking about what's going on in your head. If I could do that again, I would go back like, man, that was crazy when I was, you know, one year out or, you know, 18 months out, 24 months out. And now I got all this, you know, all these videos of me when I was heavier. I was 405 pounds when I came to this community. So I was a big dude. So, and the best thing about YouTube is you can private these videos. It's like having your own personal vlog. You know, you, you, don't, you don't publish them. You just keep them on private and they're there for you. You know, you go back, you know, this... This is my video diary, blah, blah, blah. And why I say it's important is because if you get to a point in or throughout your journey where your story will change somebody's life, my story, my weight loss surgery story has changed many lives. It has enlightened many people. So when you're not taking advantage of what you have in front of you, meaning your, you know, getting video yourself, keeping that shit private. It doesn't fucking matter if it's private or if it's public. 
keeping that shit private. When you get to where I'm at, I'm over almost seven years out. I'll be seven years out next month. I could post my story through the years and it would inspire somebody and change somebody's life. So that's what this community needs, that it is lacking. And that is somebody who is here to make a difference instead of making a book. Yes, we have personalized uh, programs. Yes, we have the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash bariatric underscore LLC since it's promo. But we're basically priority wise in this community to make a change because it needs it. There are too many revisions happening. There's too much depression, anxiety, suicidal ideology in this community to ignore it. There's also too many other creators in this community that are trying to make a buck, that are being very successful at doing it. You don't need supplements, okay? You don't need protein. Well, maybe early in your weight loss surgery journey, protein powder is great, you know, to supplement for your protein numbers. But what your target should be is whole food protein, meaning uh, right now, tofu. Tofu, grilled chicken, uh, you know, lentils, stuff that has protein, you know, a lot of protein in it. I rarely very rarely have a protein shake. I think the only time I ever have a protein shake is when I'm at the gym and I'm feeling empty and I need fuel, I'll have like a protein shake there. But other than that, every single point of protein I get comes from food. That is, that is your target, period. People will disagree with me, will argue about this fucking point, will debate about it, but your number one protein source should be gone through Whole Foods. Definitely. Fish, chicken breast, tofu, jerky, whatever. You will benefit more from more nutrient-dense foods, like I just said, than you were if you were to supplement protein. Because what happens when you supplement protein with protein powder, you say, oh, okay, well, my protein numbers, I need to get up to, say, 200. I need 200 milligrams of protein or I need 150 milligrams of protein. And so you drink that many shakes. Okay, well that, those, all, the, all that liquid protein goes through your body and whether you are, whether you have the switch, the sleeve or the RNY or the lap band, your body isn't absorbing the protein that you think that you're consuming. So while yes, I consume you know, uh, just for, just as an example, I consume 200 milligrams of protein via protein drinks, protein chips, protein candy bars, protein shakes. I'm only probably absorbing 60% of that, depending on how old you are, depending on where you are at, as far as your metabolism is concerned, what surgery you had versus whole foods versus uh say pacific cod or chicken breast you eat that food your body breaks it down not only do you get the protein from it but you get the fats that you need from it you know so on so on so on so supplement if you have to but your target in the end should be protein through food that's it protein chips are a fucking sham protein bars are a sham all it is is caloric dense foods 
with protein added. So while you're going through and you're getting the, uh, what is it, the Bilt Bar, which is a, uh, a candy bar that a lot of the curators or uh, bariatric pal try to promote, that is good for you. No, it's just fucking shit food with protein added. You don't need it. You should be going after whole foods. Number that bottom line. I'm getting ready to go back and work, but I want you guys. I got. I had to get this off my head, out of my head. I had to calm down. I had to get this panic attack. You know, I had to let it flow because you can't. If I if I was to fight this panic attack, it would get worse and worse and worse. You can't fight your fucking emotional issues. You can't fight your mental issues. You can medicate yourself through this but all medicating is doing is covering up a bigger problem so i have blood i have blood pressure medication at home i have anti-anxiety medication at home but all that's doing is covering up what is really going on in my head so maybe it's a physical problem i'm getting like i said i'm getting ready to have uh, an ablation done on my heart sometime next month before i do that i just want to talk about this real quick before i you know sign out they're going to give me an MRI stress test, which I have never heard of in my entire life. I've had a few stress tests in my life, echo cardio stress test, which means you get on a treadmill and you get your blood, your uh, heart rate up to 160. Okay. You get it up to 160, then they inject you with something and that gives them an opportunity via echo to see how your arteries are acting and how your heart really reacts. Well, they're going to put me in a fucking MRI and they're going to shoot me with uh, adrenaline, whatever the drug they use to get the heart rate up to 160. I've had this medication before. It is scary as hell. And being inside a little tiny tube of an MRI for 60 seconds, I think that's why my blood pressure is so high. <laughs> thinking about that shit and just thinking about getting an ablation, having that someone stick me in the heart to try and uh, fix this AFib problem. Like I said, it is what it is. I brought myself to this point. No reason to fight. No excuses. Going to get it done. You know, I survive bitching. I'll go on and create more cool shit. I don't survive. Then people can follow my lead and fix themselves before they get in my position. Go to bariatricbadass.com. That's where you can find all of Sharice's content. Sharice, of course, certified bariatric and fitness nutritionist. She's also going to uh, college right now for exercise science and kinesiology. Of course, kinesiology is the study of movement. Um, very brilliant woman. Very brilliant um, research articles that she's done. Research pieces that she's done. Um, you can also find this podcast now that we're in the end of the podcast, you can find this podcast everywhere. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. We're on Amazon Music. We're on Google Music. We're on Podbean, which is where I pretty much record all my shit from because it's the simplest. Love you guys very much. You have an absolute beautiful day. I'm going to go in and keep working my ass off. Peace.